Fucking retarded, but we'll we'll discuss that at a later date of what's funny about it because it'll like fuck the dynamic of this up. Okay, <laughs> I I think I know what you got going on. Okay, <laughs> so uh, we met, I missed the work here show. It was my brother's birthday, and we had the brunch for him, so all my family was there and shit. So I ended up missing it. But how did it go? Oh, it's always gravy. Um, I got off on my sets, of course. Um, did you get off or did you get off? I got off on my sets. I watched the videos. That shit was lit. Like I played a little bit of a little bit of everything, like seventies all the way up, and mixing it with new shit. That's the shit that niggas really don't be doing for real though. That I like to do. That's fun. Mm-hmm. And that type of shit is like fun. Um, the performers were fucking amazing. Like. E- I, I got to go to some of the rehearsals, but I didn't get to see everybody. The singers this time. <sighs> Chandra Ray. His wife can really fucking sing. I can tell she can sing. She mm-hmm. can really fucking sing. Um, Vocal Bay, they was calling her at the joint. Um, the band is amazing as well. Like EJ on them drunk. EJ drunk a whole bottle of Hennessy before he started drumming. That's what's up. And went so hard that night it was ridiculous. I thought like you'd had to call like a a cab for this nigga or an Uber or something. Was good that was you. like his fucking spinach and shit. Facts. I get that nigga a bottle every time he gonna drum like that. That's what's up. I mean. At some point in your life, you perform better off of the drink. Or inebriated, period. Yeah. This Saturday, I had a drink while DJing. Good. It was good. And it was my best Saturday. See? See? After a while, after like the first couple months of like really gigging, I wasn't like drinking while I was DJing. But once I really like got in my bag, it was like, nigga, it's time to get fucked up. And once I got fucked up, I was like more creative. And shit came to me easier. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because you be drunk, you be like, if I was partying, what would I want to hear? Right. Like, it puts you in a different mindset. You survey you... the room like, I think they would want to hear this. Like, that life would like I feel bad because I missed Walker last night. What the fuck? I did too. Where the fuck was he at? East End. Why didn't nobody say shit? He played his whole new album. Was it a secret? Like, we missed a Flocka. Flocka Flame. I didn't even know he was going to be here. I didn't That's either. what I'm saying. Like, was it a Flocka. secret? I don't know. I drove past I know he was in the city to see Fab on Friday, and I didn't see any cars out there, so I didn't think the nigga was there. No, that line at Mookie's was ridiculous. Was, was it during the day, though? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. You think he, you know 
fuck Mookie's no, at? Not, not, man, not at night, but I mean, like, in the east. Shit, I got off work at fucking 5.30. Okay, so 50 had went to Mookie's, and I think he went, I think he did the daytime, too. He did. Man, these bitch-ass niggas. Oh, I ain't gonna say that. Like Rest that. in peace to Effie. I, I like Fab. Hey, Effie. Stop making Effie. Because that they? shit was deadly. They stopped making Oh, no, they stopped. He stopped endorsing. Effing. Let me say that. Well, I got a bottle. I know he Wait, endorsed. it's 50 effing? I got an yeah, yeah. Oh. It was okay. It wasn't nothing like... It wasn't fucking Ciroc, I tell you that. It's much. not Ciroc. It's Damn, not so. Goose. It, 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 and that say a lot if a nigga say it's not Goose. Because Goose is like so down here, my nigga. No, Goose is cool. Like, I, I, feel I like drink I, Goose. I feel like I graduated from Goose to Belvedere. And I was like, I don't want to drink Goose anymore. Honestly, Goose is smoother than Belvy. Well, that's like a lot of people like 17 versus Remy VSOP. I particularly think that 17 shit is nasty as fuck. It is nasty. I'd rather do Remy VSOP if I had to pick a yak. Yeah. Or a Cavassier, you know, just because I... Yeah, Cavassier you know. is better than both of them. And see, it, I, it, it's so weird. Like, when you start climbing them ladders and shit. But yeah, that effing, it's like thick. I never want my alcohol to be thick. Like, yeah. you know how usually, like, if you chill it, like, you put the bottle in the freezer, it get thick? That shit thick without Naturally, it. yeah. So, it's like one of them vodkas that, you know how, like, if you go to the bar, you be like, can I get my shit chilled? Because you don't like hot liquor, but you don't want ice. It's one of them liquors that you can chill. Mm-hmm. And it'll still have the right consistency. It won't be watered down or nothing. I drank a 40 on Sunday. I saw on live. <laughs> yeah, 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 baby. Yeah. Yeah. When you wanna hey, when in Rome do as the Romans, my nigga. Where were they serving? You told 40s? me about that 40. At Whitmore's, bro. It was Steve you know it was Steve's birthday on Sunday. Oh. And I, and I was at Whitmore's? I bullshit you not, bro. I woke up. Hey, that, that Whitmore's morning. go hard. I woke up that morning. Which Whitmore's? On Kismet. Oh, yeah. That's the only uh, Whitmore's that got a bar in the front yeah, of it. Yeah, nigga. It's like the real, the barbecue spot, like when you first walk in, you bust that left. It's like, do you want chicken and ribs or you want this yak? Yeah. It, and and then you have the option to get both. Yep. It's not a bad combo. It's not no, at all. But it's some ghetto shit, I tell you that much. Hey, bro, I went in that bitch. Um, I had went to go see my homie off. My homie came home for the weekend. I was like, let me go see what this nigga talking about. So we went in that bitch. She was like, can I get a splash of cranberry juice? She literally, like, they had the very fine bottle. She took the top of that bitch and poured some juice in there. There go your splash. Yeah. I got a double a hen, nigga, for $9. And I thought that was damn good. Because it was a big cup, too. Yeah, they, they, they free don't, pour. Yeah, they free pour. So, and first of all, I didn't tell the bitch fucking hen because I don't drink no goddamn hen. I said 18. You know, I like bartender bitches that can, like, read lips. Like, I was like, can I get a double of 18? And she was like, all right. And then First of all, I, she was drunk already. Had to have been. Because she poured me some hen. I was like, fuck. I That's why you were so fucked up. I guess. I, yeah, hen makes me very violent. It's the sugar. It makes me very violent. Because I was like, I'll shoot this bitch up if these niggas keep looking at me like this. <laughs> I'm a real heist nigga. I kill these niggas. Like, that's why I don't like him. Like, him made me feel like I'm so fucking tough. I gotta go fight niggas, all kind of shit. That's Patron. 
With me, I've had some bad nights. Oh, for sure. <laughs> some bad nights. So it I'm... gets me too drunk. Like, once it finally, it's like them old Quaaludes off Wolf of Wall Street. Once Patron finally hit me, I'd be like, like miserable drunk. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, some shit like that. It doesn't get me drunk fast enough. Like, I, I will say that night that I had all that, um, all that. 18 and I had that Patron like it was I felt like I got T-bone yeah I felt like like I was co- I was coasting along real smooth and out of nowhere came this fucking train mm-hmm. T-bone the fuck out of me and I was fucked up yep that was that like I literally up. black yeah I blacked the fuck out that's exactly what happened there was a lot of alcohol my in sister my sister yeah. told me that every time I saw somebody that I didn't see I made them take a shot with me yeah. So I really don't know what happened. So that's kind of why I've been real chill. But today I needed this. This smooth little pint. Because yeah, I was about yeah. to fucking murder somebody's child. We'll talk about that later. Not murder somebody's child. But it'd be like that. Like, speaking of children, though, like, how do you expose? How do you, how do you, uh, what, what are your thoughts on exposing your children to, like, certain things? Like, okay, we'll, since we're already talking about alcohol and drugs, like, <laughs> the waves of the fucking future. Like, how do y'all feel about exposing children to that shit? The earlier, the better. I agree. And only because what you're going to be aff- uh, afflicted with in real life is what's going to be outside for real. So, the quicker I actually teach you about what this actually is and be real with you about what this actually is, I think the better because that's what my parents really did with me. I didn't take a drink or smoke anything till I was 21. Really? Facts. You was a good kid, bro. Well, you know what? My mom... Um... Pounded. Air, air bumped me, nigga. Well, you know what? What happened with you? My mother and them had like a little bar at the house, and they always was at work when we got off, you know, got out of school and shit. So me and my friends been fucking drinking since we was like thirteen. But that's because our old like nobody really had a dad, but like two of my friends, like that was in my inner circle. So we really looked up to our older niggas on the street, and they were like not the best citizens. Cause they just used to work factory jobs. He said, "Not the better, cars, the best citizen." Listen to gangster music, and and like we used to ride to the liquor store with them niggas. Like so, that's what we saw. So we was like, "That must be what we should be doing." And we was drinking. I didn't. Um, my mom always drank. Um, we had, of course, we you know we got we had a, a bar like with light and dark. Um, I didn't never steal liquor from my mom. Like, I never stole liquor off the bar because I've always seen that shit. Like, well, they didn't, my parents didn't drink. They like that, that shit was like for company because they don't really drink liquor. So they never knew how much was really in there. So it was like, hey, if we take a few sips here and there, they'll never fucking put some water back in here. No, no, we wouldn't put shit. No, because that's how you get caught. You get your ass beat. So we was like, no, just fuck it. But see, that wasn't my real heavy sipping days. I was like smoking weed. Like, so sipping was just kind of like, all right, it's cool. Then we was making, like, homemade lean and shit. Explain. Yeah. <laughs> homemade lean. <clears throat> Nobody, like, we didn't have real fucking codeine. So what we would do was, like, shit, a nigga would realize I called me and be like, hey, you still got that tussin'? 
I'm like, yeah. And I, hey, bring that bitch. Come on. We go over to the homie house, have some Sprite, some E&J, some Tussin. You know, make you a real nigga potion. That was our, you know, our ghetto lean. We listened to a whole lot of screw music. And then... And can't none of y'all take cold medicine today. No. <laughs> and then we started smoking weed, and then I was like, man... Why can't y'all take cold medicine? Because the shit don't work. Oh, bruh. Like, that codeine, like, epidemic, like, it's outrageous. Because once you start sipping codeine, like, every day or partaking in it every day, once you stop, your immune system is, like, on zero. Well, it's liquid heroin, ain't it? That's the equivalent. It was the shit. She'll remain nameless, but she um, used to sell us the big bottle of lean for like $40. So, like, the goal was to sell it and make money, but we wound up just sipping the bitch and putting it on our blunts and getting high with bitches. So, we really didn't make any money off that bitch. Hey, I will say I did smoke a NyQuil blunt before. And was it everything? Was it the shizzle? Bruh, I slept forever. When I was in college, I decided to go to the, the school nurse. And she gave you some codeine? Two times. Oh, shit. She the truth. Shout out to that bitch. Two times. I poured a two. I poured a four. It wasn't. It was. It really didn't do anything for me. You know what it is? You didn't know what it was, or or you didn't know what it was doing. It just it really it really mellows you like. I'm pretty you. mellow already, and that's it, it. That's what it did. It enhanced that. Like those beans, so, I never took a bean until I was an adult either, because I was scared it was gonna stop my. I heart. never condone that shit, and I don't think it's cool. I don't either. Okay, fuck y'all, but <laughs> I took two beans one night because I was like, I had one before, and it didn't really like do shit. Like, I took the fucking, the bean, and I was like, this shit is so fucking whack. Because we, me and my nigga had bought, well, we bought one, we split that bitch, and I'm like, this didn't do anything. So, he bought himself one, and he bought me one. So, I dropped it in my double 18, because we was at the bar. I'm like, I'm not high. Like, this is ridiculous. We just wasted $10. Or you just wasted your $10. I took two fucking beans before I went out to drink with the homie and his coworkers. I bullshit you not. Nigga, I was up all fucking night. Like, no dozing off, no none of that. And I was drinking and not getting drunk. Like, I I bullshit you not. I drank a whole fifth of 18 of choices that night. I went out to lunch, dinner, or breakfast, whatever meal that is after the bar, <laughs> with strangers. Hello? I, I, my shit's not on. I don't know these people, okay? They're my friend's coworkers. Like, when he said, I'm leaving, I was like, all right, cool. And I still kept partying with them. Like, I knew them. And they're like, hey, let's go get food. We had a whole full-ass conversation. I'm like, I don't know these niggas. We're, like, drag racing across Euclid. I'm, like, zooted, my nigga. I laid on the back of my truck and watched the sun come up. Okay? <laughs> I see the video. Okay, my nigga. So, I've had my fair share of a plethora of things. But yeah. Back to exposure to alcohol and drugs. <laughs> Try it, kids. Okay. If you don't like it, don't ever do the shit again. My mom used to um 
Not to say that she coerced me into drinking, but my mom didn't want me to go to college and get fucked up and let people, like, take advantage of me. So she wanted to see how I handled myself drunk. So whenever I asked her, like, hey, ma, can I drink? She would let me drink at home, but only in the house. Like, only in the house. And so I didn't ever want to get drunk with my friends because my mom drank the good shit. Like, I'm not about to drink this grocery store liquor with you motherfuckers. Y'all take that shit over there. Oh, I got some that good Russian shit at vodka. home. Like, I'm not drinking that. In and a I, plastic bottle? Yeah. No plastic bottles over here, my nigga. Back then, liquor was... I mean, I, don't, I can't even recall how much liquor was, but I can't even recall niggas buying cheap shit back then. Because niggas wasn't sipping as much as they sipping now, for real. Because, nigga, we was buying fucking things of goose. Like, the big thing of goose. I'm trying to think, like, back then, I couldn't even tell you how much the shit cost. But, now that I look at it, like, nigga, I'll be damned if I buy a liter of goose now. Like, shit, the uh, half gallon of goose is 60. Yeah, see. I just used to buy bottles for decoration for when they was done in college. Put them shits on top of the, <laughs> uh, on top of the, um, wherever the fuck that shit was in our apartment. That's good shit. Just put them shits up there and then it'll be bottles all along. Why do people do that shit? It's a nuisance when you get ready to move somewhere. You got to take out them heavy ass trash if bags. If you don't clean them shits right, that's a, that's a insect problem. Yeah, certain shit starts to smell and shit. Yeah, because it's sugar and that shit. But anyway. Be exposed to it. I, I, I say you should try. If you're thinking about it. And you're dwelling on it, try it, kids. No. Responsible. No. Yeah. No. Like they say, drink responsibly. Try it responsibly. Don't do not do no dumb shit. If you're thinking about doing a fucking bean or if you're thinking about popping some perks, or, do it responsibly. So what about coke and heroin and shit like that? Believe it or not, there are some people who do that. So, I mean, I'm we, we want to stay clear of that. But, but I'm, I'm saying like if you saying like the way you saying it's like if you thinking about it, do coke. It. Try it once. No heroin. Have you tried? Don't it? try it. No. Oh my nigga, if I was Soldier Boy rich, I'd be doing coke every fucking day. I just this is my thing. Like I have coke is not a habit forming. <laughs> I have I have both sides. I have alcoholics in my family. I have drug addicts in my family, and I saw what alcohol do to people. If you get addicted to it and you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't be a fully functioning, successful alcoholic, and <laughs> I saw what being a drug addict can do to you. So, I steer, I always just steer clear of shit that would make me be like that. So, well, addiction runs in the family, not a specific addiction. No, because it's two totally different sides of the family. Like, it's my mom's side and my dad's side. And so, it's like, not, it's not like a group of people. Like, it's like, Back in the day, it wasn't like niggas was going to the club. They had other shit to do. It's like, I'm going to go farm my land and get drunk with my brother. And this is what I do. And eventually, like, well, should I get drunk so much? Like, this shit, like, juice to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what happened over there. And, like, with them, it's just like they live in the city fucking with people that ain't about shit. And you end up fucking hooked on drugs. Oh, God. Well, I or that know. I'm then thinking about trying it. He enjoys it. Let me see what it's like. Wait till you're grown in. And then try it. Leave it alone as a kid. The real shit. Like, I feel like everyone should do a zanny. Just to see where it takes you. Or see if you like that. I think everyone should at least try weed once. 
I don't like when you ask people like I'm I'm one of the realest motherfuckers at work and they be looking at me like I'm crazy. I'd be like I asked them I asked them if they drink wine. I was like I was just telling them like I'd rather drink a whole ass box of wine versus like drinking a whole bunch of hard liquor because if I got it, it don't give me a hangover and I like the high that it give me. I was like, it's kinda like that high you get when you smoke weed and the white boy looked at me like I'm like, don't even look at me like that motherfucker. I know you used to smoke weed. And he gonna shake his head no. Okay, be fake if you want to. That's I'm, corporate world. That's corporate politics. Weed was so cool. Like, if you don't have weed in your system right now, just say, yeah, I tried it. I know all you, and half you motherfuckers still smoke. You just passed the drug test. <laughs> I used to love weed. Like, it was the shit. And then time changed. And I was like, yeah, fuck that shit. Look, I love weed so much, like, I can eyeball perp. I used to hate calling motherfuckers. That was the shit that I you hated. You can eyeball what? Perk. I'm not you, jerk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bruh, no, like, I literally, like, eyeball weed. Like, I used to get... And I used to, like, niggas talk about niggas being alcoholics and, like, fucking with scripts. I'd be like, these weed heads nowadays, yo, these niggas are clucks. That's, cl- that's cluck shit. If a nigga be like, hey, bro, here go your gram. You like... Mm-mm. Bruh, that's not a gram. It's still in my hand. Like, you don't know what the fuck it is. I want them people like, I'll let you put it in my hand. I'll fill it and I'll look at it. I'll be like, no, bro, this ain't no ground. Man, give my weed back and get the fuck away from me. I, that shit just blows me like, hey, bro. But see, if you, were, short, like, if you were a nifty, if you're a nifty craftsman like me, like myself, I used to point seven niggas. I, I and just they would never take, know. I just you want still you to get take two the weed and go home. Like, if I get a short shot, I'm not going to be like, hey, my nigga, this ain't a shot, bro. Like, it's just a short shot. Like, fuck it. It is what it is. I'm still gonna get fucked up, regardless. Short shot or you not. You would just hope your weed man is more ethical. Yeah, he's well. I'm okay. not ethical. I don't think any drug dealer is too ethical. But, you know. So, my next question to y'all is, like, how y'all feel about exposing children to, like, homosexuality and transgenders? If you don't expose your children to that... The TV is. The TV is or reality is going to slap them across their face with it. And then they're going to they gonna be mind fucked. It's a whole different. I remember homie showing up to school with two moms. We were in elementary school. And I being like, yo, you got two moms. That's dope. Yeah, Where's his Every dad? Every kid don't think about like that, though. <laughs> Where's his dad? That's the first thing I thought. Like, oh, you got two moms? That's cool. Where's your dad? Now, those questions may cause your kid to get kicked out of school type shit. That's what I was saying. I said, man, you can't say shit to these gay niggas. That shit is a fucking hate crime. You'll go to jail, my nigga. Like, I'm cool. I just feel like you should expose your children to, like, homosexuals and transgender people because you don't want your child to be that person like they grow like they grow up with complexes and they i'll tell you they grow up with complexes and it's just like if you don't expose them to that shit when it happens and they get mind fucked they don't even know how to deal with the shit Mm -hmm. like i grew up and i knew it was you know gay people out there and i would I, i knew it happened but like to see it like like to see it like when i went to go shout out shout out at regina i was supposed to go to regina 
I went to go shadow and I seen two chicks like kissing in the hallway, getting detentions for like tonguing each other down. Like it mind fucked me because like it's something that I knew happened. I had never seen it before on TV. Like back then it wasn't on TV. You played basketball. But we wasn't gay like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like we went to school with boys. So the girls on our team. Who <laughs> <laughs> was going to the boys? Yeah, we was going to, we was kissing the boys. So like to go to an all girls school. And see them, like, getting detentions for kissing bitches, like, it mindfucked me. And it's just like, oh, no, like, oh, no, no, like, I don't want to be around this. Like, no matter, you know what I'm saying? It kind of fucked me up, like, hell no, I don't want to go here. So what was happening at Benedictine? That's a really good question. I I used to, I've seen the movie Too Wong Fu, like, several different occasions as an adolescent. And didn't realize till I got to be like damn near an adult. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. This is a gay movie. Like, it didn't click with me. Like, nigga, this is Wesley Snipes in a fucking dress. Like, ah, Wesley's so silly. That nigga in a dress. No. He's not Medea. I never find black men in dresses funny. That no, shit's not funny. It is. It's so is funny. it funny if it's a white man in a dress? Was Mrs. Doubtfire funny to you? No. Come on, man. You just don't like dresses, my nigga. Because Mrs. Doubtfire was funny. That was a great fucking movie. Yeah. I just don't like seeing black men demasculated. No. So do you like seeing white men demasculated? I don't like seeing white men in dresses either. Okay, then. It was I just fun. had to ask it that was question. Funny. Like that. And then, like, and it, it doesn't even start now. Like, it started, like, a, like, in the fucking 70s. Like, when Flip Wilson was dressed as a woman. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But I feel you. But it, it, they're doing it for comedy. You feel me? This movie, they but were doing it because they like But if it's been done multiple times, is it funny? Yeah, nigga. Okay, so in the context that they're doing it, like... And to Wong Fu, he was doing it for comedy, but it was because he was he a like, gay man. Yeah, he was a gay man. He was, a, he was like a cross-dresser. Right. Comedy was just probably like 10% of it. The other 90% was because he liked men. Yeah, it was... It was because he liked men, but the comedy came in the things that happened to yeah, them like yeah, it men. Exactly. Okay. And some like I and and I hope It's this a great movie like, though. It's yeah, a great yes. movie. I hope it's not like politically incorrect. I think that gay people, whether they're man or woman, are like the funniest motherfuckers alive. They're amazing people. I I, I don't know, but I don't I have I I No, there's some gay people I met that I don't like. The, yeah, I, I, what the fuck? My little sister has a gay friend, and he's he's really nice. I don't have a dilemma with the young man, but it's just like he does too much as a gay nigga. Like, you got a full look. I just feel like it's certain shit you did, did just don't go together. Like fucking milk and fucking oil doesn't go together, or like you have a full ass fucking beard. Like we went to my little sister's birthday dinner, and somebody said something funny. And I just heard the nigga talk. Like, he talked like a regular nigga. Like, hey, what's up? Somebody said something funny. And that nigga was like, ah, ha, ha, girl. I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute, my nigga. You got a full-ass fucking beard, my nigga. Is that how the fuck you laugh and speak? And, and Some men like manly looking men. Man, fuck out of here. You can't laugh like that with a beard, nigga. I don't give a fuck if you do like men. You better you, shave that shit off. Oh, shave that shit off and then you can laugh like that. But with that thick ass beard, you better put some bass in your laugh. He, he just do too much. I don't, whatever. But He's other, really other, flamboyant. Very. 
with a beard. Now, I think that's like creep. That scares me. Like that, like ah, like like zombies. Like ah, get back. <laughs> but, but for real, like that shit scares the fuck out of me. Because you don't know what to expect. Like, are you like a man or are you a man? Like, it's weird. But yeah, I, I feel you. It, you should watch that movie and just check it out. Yeah, too long for was that shit. Well, the bird cage. That movie too. With Robin, we'll say because you, you know he's white, so that might make you feel a little better. He he played a woman twice. You remember they were putting on in the bird cage? They was putting on those uh Hollywood rendition shows on yeah. the strip yeah. in Florida. Yeah. So yeah. I just realized he had two gay ass movies. Yeah, he was still a man, but he just portrayed to be a woman at night for the yeah. He was like shows. yeah, he was like a drag queen. Yeah, or semi drag, part time drag queen. Yeah, because he was still like a whole ass like, hey, bro, what's up? Right, he was trying to be. He was like a straight. He was a straight. Yeah, he it was, was a good to, movie. It just was check him movie. out. Just you know, there's no butt humping or. In neither one of these movies, so it's like, not like Brokeback Mountain. Like I literally, I still have never seen that. Bruh, I, I can't quit you. No, I watched that. that movie, and I'm gonna tell you now on my DVR, I counted. I waited to see how long it would take because everybody was just like disappointed that the movie wasn't based on something different. I felt like it was a different story that could have been told, but they showed them like butt humping like 22 minutes into the movie. Was wait, so what was the movie about? It was about these rangers. They um basically was out like when you be a ranger, like when you herding animals, like you be out there for like weeks at a time. So I guess they had been out there so long and they was lonely. The one nigga had a woman. He had a wife. So wait, was it a gay movie? Yes. The movie so they, is about gay. Yeah, so they okay. ended up becoming lovers. Okay. So that's like what's the new shit? I seen that uh Moonlight. I didn't see it yet. Okay. From the previews, and, and I'm a preview type nigga. Whether it's a book, I only read the cliff notes or the back of the book. Um, so I really don't know what the fuck it's about, and I only watch previews of movies. The previews show the one black-ass gangster nigga driving an old-school donk, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, they don't never show. Florida, they didn't, they didn't show you anything about what that movie was really about. He's smoking weed. He got a bitch, a gold grill. I said, wait a minute. Maybe he's going to raise this young nigga. To be a drug nigga too. Man, I get to watching the fucking movie. And I said, wait, wait. This is a gay movie. But it was really a good movie. It wasn't no butt humping in the movie. Why do we keep saying butt humping? Like that's something. But we, it wasn't no butt humping or no real gay shit. Like. One of my favorite movies ended up turning out to having a gay scene in it. Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah, dude. Pulp Fiction. Fuck Vin Rames at the end of the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which that ended up turning out to be kind of poetic. And Vin Rames will put a dress on a mini a day. Bruh, I'm not pronouncing Chuck and Larry. I still can't. I just saw uh, American History X. I've just seen. Bite the Street? I saw that part. I've never watched it all the way through until the other night, right? I was just up random random as fuck, and it was on TV. So I said, you know what? I'm going to watch this shit. That is a really good fucking movie. I feel like every nigga should see that movie. Like, it was a really good fucking movie. For that nigga to 
go in a fucking Nazi and for him to come home and be like, hey, fuck this shit. You ain't shit. Everything you feeding us was bullshit and you a coward. And walk away from that shit. Yeah, every nigga should see that. And it wasn't because he found out that, that it was bullshit. You found out it was bullshit because you was fucking with niggas in there. You feel me? So I, I think that was a good-ass movie. I have to watch it. All the way through? I haven't seen it. Ever? I haven't seen it in a while. I don't remember. I only remember Fight the Street. Yeah, I, that's all niggas remember. But, <laughs> I mean, like, how do y'all, like, so, back to, because we all went real left. It like, was the exposure to actual niggas that made him. Start to look at what the fuck we was doing, what the fuck he was doing, or what the fuck he was about. He got sent to prison. He was with the Aryan Nation niggas. He saw the Aryan Nation niggas was running uh, drugs for the Mexicans. He like y'all fucking with Mexicans. He got sent to do his little job in the joint, and he was working in laundry with a black nigga. And a black nigga was like, "Look, bro, so I don't give a fuck what you got going on." We stuck in this bitch, so we gonna, you know, be cool. So these niggas get the phone lines, you doing whatever, whatever. You gotta talk. So they got to having conversations. Then they got to talking about basketball. And he was like, you know what? Them white niggas, man, they ain't shit. They fucking with the Mexicans, I ain't fucking with them. So he started, you know, sitting by himself at lunch. The black nigga was the one who kept them niggas off his ass until he got out the joint. And so he was like, you know what? You a cool motherfucker for real. You a real person. So he came home and was like, man, I ain't with that Nazi shit no more. That shit's stupid. All them niggas that we talking about, we hating them niggas ain't all fucked up. I so, gotta watch it. Yeah, good ass movie, man. I was like, damn. That's real shit. For you to come home and say, I'm not fucking with everything, all of my beliefs up until, you know, adulthood. You would hope a lot more people who come out of jail would take that. Yeah, or the, the, the same situation with the movie South Central. Mm. You went in OG Bobby Johnson, you came home Bobby Johnson. And that was a great fucking movie. Too. Yeah, it was. But yeah, that's Deuce, the exposure. Yeah. But, <laughs> okay, back to no more train wrecks, y'all. Okay, so. Like, do you think we need role models to, like, set goals? Certain motherfuckers that are lost in the sauce right now, even if they had role models, they couldn't fix it. No, what I'm saying is, like, do you think that having role models keep you, like, on a path to, like, clarity? Like, give you give you a better way to, like, set goals and actually reach your goals. It's... Yes, and it has to be some someone doing something that you're interested in and that you like doing or could see yourself doing. Is it positive or negative, though? Either way. Because I... And, and you can see a motherfucker who's a lawyer and he drives a nice car, he has a big house and all that, but that may not be a role model for me because I don't want to be a fucking lawyer. Like, and I look into the the, you know, the, I mean, but that's what role model, role models are usually doing stuff that you can see yourself doing. Right, and I, and see like a nigga like me, I really can't see anyone doing anything that I want to fucking do besides chilling. So, I I don't know, like I've lost <laughs> in the sauce. 
But yeah, I agree. If it was a lot of role models that, you know, would step up and do what the fuck they supposed to do or introduce new shit to, to the youth or the, the younger people, yeah. Be better off, most definitely. At least on my end, I don't know if it's necessarily about having role models more than trying to be one. Just more of being what you say you're about and then leading by example is the best way I can I can see a role model at least for me. Yeah. And most of the time when you meet the people that you may admire, they're assholes and you don't really oh, want to man. be like Who them. You like they say, never meet your idols. Yeah, you really shouldn't. Like if I met Eddie Murphy and he was a real asshole, I think I might stand there and cry. He might just want to get in it. Never mind, I'm not going there. That's fine. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. I'm not going there. So I can understand what you're saying. Um, like with me, I think it, it's a little bit different because I just looked up to people that I actually knew to be my role models. Like I looked up to like my brothers and my sister. I looked up to my brothers because like my brothers are like entrepreneurs. They got their own shit going on. Like they always had their own business to make their own money. They ain't never really wanted to work for nobody. But like my sister was the one who went to college and she had an education. And she, you know, did other shit. And then, like, my dad and my mom went to college. You know what I'm saying? So, it was kind of like, I want to aspire to be like them. Like, they look like they live comfortably. They get their shit done. They not out here fucking garbage picking. Like, I ain't never need to have to want for anything. Like It was the recipe for success. Yeah. At that point in time. Yeah. Because I can, I can almost say honestly now. If I was to go back and do it over again, I wouldn't have went to school. I would have jumped further off into this music shit and been more on an entrepreneurial spirit. Because I feel I would have been better off in the long run that way. Because that's solely what you want to do. Because that's solely something that I want to do. Even though this was the smart thing to do, was to actually have a backup plan and have something that I can produce money with while chasing that but I feel I would be further off better off doing what I really want to be doing right now I you think I, I just would have made some different decisions and I would have not let certain things get in my way and I would have had a different outcome I, I would have still did what, exactly what I did I just would have probably did it different I probably would have did the same shit all over again because it shaped me into who I am, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm seventy five percent, eighty percent comfortable with who I am right now. That's a lot more than a lot of people, right? The only like the the little bit that's left, like that twenty five percent or that twenty percent, those are the motherfuckers around you who make you uncomfortable with yourself, because they try to force their ideals and shit on you. So you're secretly a hundred percent comfortable with yourself. It's the motherfuckers around you. Or people projecting shit that they may fear or yeah, shit on that you. they haven't done or shit that they can't do yeah, on, on you. you. Oh, yeah. So, we never really got a chance to talk about that new age young boy. Like, how y'all feel about him being a role model? Who? The dude with the fruity color hair. 
with the wedding dress and the video, we started talking about it. Are you talking about the nigga that... I watched that nigga interview this morning. Harvey has an interview? He's talking? With, uh, Say Cheese. Okay, that's not a reputable source. Uh, well, I mean, you act like he, you act like he has a hit record. That's what I, that's okay. why I was excited. So, like, who is he talking yeah, to? Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, you know, that's like... Vlad is a reputable source, I guess, but... Vlad's a culture vulture. Anyway, right. what, what was he saying? Um... He a regular nigga. Like, he said he used to hit licks. He was like, busting checks was his form of income. His mother got four kids. He was like, he stopped going to school in the 10th grade. He was like, because shit was so real down here in Florida. He was like, man, if you was from the wrong, or from a different part, a different county or whatever, and you was like catching the bus to school, he was like, nigga, I was there one day when a homegirl got killed. He was like, and a month later, another motherfucker I knew that I went to school with got killed. Just on some being in the wrong place or, or not being from over there. Like, niggas be on it like that. Like, oh, you're not from over here? It's an issue. So he was like, I just, fuck it, nigga. He's like, nigga, I stopped going. Stayed in my hood, started busting checks, you know, breaking their houses to make my little money. He said he wasn't even going to do the rap shit. He was like, somebody contacted him, a producer contacted him. So did he ever say why he did the video that he did? No. But he has the rainbows and all that shit in his profile. So I I think he's really like gay. I don't. You know why I don't think he's gay? YouTube gives you close to three, four cents of a, yeah. a, a view now, right? Yeah. And so just to be you think he did it to be controversial? He, he did it to get views. That's right. what all of these millennial niggas is doing. Okay. So like, think about it. Like, if you say like, he gonna be like, I. You get people talking about it. You get that buzz going. They like, I don't believe you. Let me go see. Yeah. You going to see? You gonna tell two more, two three more people about it? Then there's right. people following him on Instagram. They like, well, shit. Let me check out this video to see what he even got. Then you going to look at it, and it's out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I think it would be a good thing if he was really gay. Because then he has advocates. Or he is the advocate. You know, for, for you know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure there are some regular gay motherfuckers that's like, hey, I still like man stuff like cars, basketball, and other shit. I just like fucking butt. You know, and he like, could he could be that advocate for them niggas. Like, hey, don't, you know. don't do that. <laughs> You caught me so off guard. Like, I'm like, what? Like, no, yeah, he could be, you know. So I don't think too many people could say weird, you know, bad shit about the nigga. He seemed like a regular dude. Like, he wasn't on no weird shit. Like, yeah. So I, like, sacrificed chicken. Like, he ain't said no weird shit like that. Or, like, he worshiped the devil or no shit like that. It's a real come up. Like, um, a million views on... That, that shit turns into money, and that's money that continues to generate out of thin, like thin air. You Over a couple days span, you can make a couple hundred thousand dollars off of streams or views. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I don't think a lot of people have really understood or how to harness is the power of your social media. Certain people get paid per post. Yeah. Like... That nigga LeBron's getting thousands and thousands of dollars per post. You think him playing that music is happenstance? 
him like playing that, that Kendrick before it came out is happens. Like no, I like that. Word. They you did this shit on people, purpose. You have to tell people what that means. A lot of by accident. Yeah. So intellectual. Yeah. But um. Yeah. They seem regular. No weirder than any of these other motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I but mean, like of that. course he's not gonna be extra weird. Like they is. You when you people come to talk to you and ask you questions, like you're not just gonna be extra weird for no reason. Like it's some shit that you just gonna have to see by happenstance. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> like it just has to happen. Like you gotta see him at the club, like drinking tiger blood or something. Like oh, oh shit, I would be like, damn, that's a rich nigga. He drinking tiger blood, nigga. Where the fuck y'all get this tiger blood? Right, bro, Is my is this pure tiger blood? No. So, how do we shift, like, being who we are and, like, me, I'm a role model to my nieces and nephews, all eight of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I have eight young people that look up to me and see what I did. And they, like, especially with the older ones, I try to kind of see where they mind at and see how to coach them through it because I've been at the stance, at the situation where I didn't want to go to school or I didn't want to do certain things or I wanted to take the easy way out because... I got tired. Like, it was just like, okay, this shit taking too long. Like, I'm not happy with what I got going on. Like, how do we shift that? Like, I try to be as positive as I can when I approach them about things. Like, I try to, you know, like, let them know, like, the shit is hard. But if you do it, like, you don't, you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I try to be as positive as I can when I tell them how to handle certain situations. But, like, with young people period and like what what the media put out like how do we change like positive mode like negative negativity into positivity limit your media intake facts you have to because it's programming it, yeah it like i i don't really get into shit like that but that shit is a fact my nigga because there is no fucking way that it should be any group of people and I'm going to say black or white. I'm going to say people, humans, nigga, that are like, hey, I want to live life like this rock video. Or, hey, I want to live life like that rap video. There should have been some type of, you know, uh, interruption from someone like, hey, nigga, you know this isn't real, right? This is just TV. You actually have to do this, this, and this if you want a fucking Bentley. Or you have to do this, this, and this if you want to own a fucking giraffe. Or, you know, some shit like that. All that money you see in the videos, half of it's fake. All of those cars you see in videos, most of them's rented. Or leased. To be, like, a better role model to, like, show them better. Like, I was at the library today, and I literally, like, I had to stop myself. I said, because whatever I have going on is not worth whatever is going to happen to me if I stick my foot down this 15-year-old throat. Like, I literally had to become an adult. And I can hear, like, it, it blew me because, like, me being the agent I am now, I'm in the study room with my homegirl, so we studying and shit. And the walls is paper thin, so through the wall, I can hear this girl talking on the phone with a dude. And she's like, well, I'm going to cook for you. You take me out to eat. And he like, well, I don't know what he said to her because I really wasn't paying attention, but all I heard her say was, I'm trying to give you my virginity, and you can't even take me out to eat? Yes, where are those hoes at? And this so, I cook you a in, buffet. The, in the back of my mind, I'm like, 
first of all, like she's so loud that if you knew how South Euclid Library is set up, like where the study rooms are versus yeah. the reception desk, he can hear her at the reception yeah, desk. Yeah, it's a distance. It's a nice little distance. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, like if he can hear you, think about how many people are in between this room and that desk and you just broadcasting your business. So I wrote her a letter. I said, since you're broadcasting your business, I'm like, you begging to give this nigga your virginity and he can't even take you to dinner. I said, pack that pussy up and just wait to give it to somebody that deserve it. And by the way, I'm studying. Can you please quiet down? I folded up and I gave it to her. And so I'm thinking to myself the whole time, like, well, what happened after this? I'll tell y'all after yeah, the show Yeah, I was, was like, over. what's her reaction to that? Because yeah. 15-year-old me? That's what I was about to say. You have to think about where you were mentally at 15. That And that's what I was about to say. I'm saying mentally at 15, I wasn't on the phone out in public screaming about fucking nobody else. Fucking nobody. Like no, that. I had a phone. Oh, we no, we did have phones when we was fifteen. Okay. I was thirteen, fourteen when I got my first phone. I was thirteen, Kyo, Sarah, and fourteen. Everything. No, I had an AT and T, baby. I ain't never. I had a Nokia. I had the Kyo, Sarah. Everything at at fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen to us was disrespect. I don't give a fuck if it was if you were telling me to stop doing something I was doing. No, it was and I wasn't trying to be respectful about it. I, I didn't give a fuck because like at that point it's like you already disrespected yourself. But what I'm trying to say is like my mindset at 15, I wasn't out at the library broadcasting fucking nobody. It was some quiet time, late night, under my pillow, under my covers, phone. Like, hey, I think I want to have sex with you. Like some whisper type shit. I wasn't out here broadcasting to nobody. Like it. Girls are more manlike or have more male tendencies nowadays. But my thing is, is like, are you? I got, I don't want to say it is because it's like because I think people should be able to embrace their sexuality and do what they want with their bodies. But I think as a role model, like putting it out there like the way it is on like love and hip-hop like if you out here share your body with whoever i feel like you should be like well find a way to filter that shit so that kids don't think it's okay you know what i'm saying like i feel like i feel like as a woman like now that i've grown up and i've been through some shit i cannot wait until i have a daughter and i i promise the first the most embarrassing shit ever is like when you first start having sex you go get your first pap smear I think that would stop so many girls from having sex because the shit is so fucked up. And so, like, if they... It's just, like, growing up and, like, seeing, like, how she was, I'm like, who the fuck is your role model? Like, who put you hip to this shit? Shit. No, I'm just just talking shit. Like, why do you think it's okay to just flaunt that shit? I don't even want to kick Cash Dog back because I don't don't know what the bitch is about for real, but... um, I don't know. That's such a it's such a touchy situation. It's not with, touchy when you was sixteen or when you was okay. We all different. When but I like, was fifteen to sixteen, we was screaming like, "Hey, nigga, I need that porno back, bro." I'm but trying no, to see some hoes get fucked. But like, like that's different. Y'all talking a, about porn? A general conversation, but you know, it that was nigga, always loud. It was always loud. But no, what I'm saying is like you were talking about porn. You weren't actually like. It's it's a point to like. Like me being me because I think the like a nigga. The niggas that was fucking at sixteen was having loud conversations about fucking bitches at fifteen and sixteen. But they wasn't like as a, me being me because I'm such a nigga. 
if I'm at the library and I hear a bitch about talking about wanting to give her virginity and she on the phone arguing with the nigga that she's supposed to be giving it to. I'm like, do tell. I'm going to try to finesse that bitch out of her drawers. I'm going to play my course the way I'm supposed to be. So now, not only is you about to be out here, you got to fuck the nigga that you talking to because he looking forward to it. But not only that, she going to end up wanting to fuck the other nigga because he know what to do to get you out your drawers. So now you out here hoeing. And you don't even know it. Not to say it's a bad thing, because if you want to hoe, you do you. But what I'm saying is, like, you didn't put yourself out there in that light. So then when somebody started treating you a certain way or being a certain way towards you. I agree. If you a hoe, bitch, you better act act accordingly. Like, I agree. You Play your part. Yeah, if you a hoe, be a hoe. I, I concur. Okay. And I was just like, it just... Like, the shit that happened, like, I was just like, this little bitch ain't worth nothing I got going on. So, let me go on here and just go and tell this, this librarian to get this little bitch out of here. So, when the bitch walked past me, like, she ended up leaving before the man could come back there. And she gonna walk past me like, sis, I ain't got time. I said, I wasn't, I said, girl, bye. I said, be a fucking kid. And so, then she was like, she was like, look at misery. I said, your mama's miserable. That's why you fucking act like that. Oh, no. just had a nigga moment a polite nigga moment they usually end deadly so right you did good like she she hit me with the she hit me with the let's like meet me outside oh i know she's 15 and so i was thinking to myself like first of all i haven't whooped nobody ass in 10 years you're gonna have to whoop that bitch ass and i have so much pent-up aggression because i haven't been fucking woman strength you, you, That's what I'm trying to say. Like, wait a minute, nigga. I lift weights. Okay. Listen, I will bro. break this bitch teeth today. What What does it say on Trey today? Can't keep doing this. These niggas too strong out here, man. <laughs> fuck that shit. These little niggas have stamina. Okay. And we all fuck that. I wish I would fight a young nigga, a young 15, 16. Oh, fuck that, bro. You got it. You can fuck it. No, but what I'm trying I to know. say is. <laughs> See, he be the maximum. See, ass let me out. tell you. Let me then tell my you. Point ain't get across. Let me tell you. Look, young boys are different, but young girls, they're gonna make a scene and they're gonna run their mouth. And before she can get finished running her mouth, she's not gonna have a jaw no more. I agree. I just said you don't have to whoop that whole ass. Like, like I, I wouldn't even let up on her. Like, it would have been a whole like you want to be grown. Like, I'm gonna whoop your ass like a grown ass woman. And I don't have time for that. Like, I have ambition. Like, I still got shit that I need to do for me that I can't do if I whoop your ass. Don't let a fifteen year old girl trick you out your position, bruh. I was like, I was like, keep playing. I was like, I could be a whole hating ass bitch. I'm like, either you could shut the fuck up, or I could be a hating ass bitch and go tell the librarian. Yikes! It was that real? Was yeah, that yeah. Like it wasn't like she was just on the phone. She was like on speakerphone. Maybe her phone, her earpiece didn't work. Well, she should have took that shit outside. So now you out here, you look like a whole ass hoe, like. But I feel you. Like, where do these role models like? I, I, if that, I feel like there are none. Their mothers are thirty three and thirty five. And you know what? And that's the whole other thing. I was like, I bet her mother's not that much older than me. Right, and she's a fucking hoe at thirty five. So what the fuck? And you want to know what's funny? After I told that bitch, her mom was miserable. She ain't say shit else. My mama might be miserable. Miserable as fuck. She was probably like, how do you know? That's fucked up. I don't think they're hoes. 
I just think they're friendly with their pussy. I knew he was about to say that. That's good. I, hey, listen. I'm going to start. Hey, are you friendly with your pussy? Not like I used to be. I'm going to start asking bitches that. See what they say. I say send nudes a lot now. That'll eliminate who you, you know, keep off your checklist. Like, if they don't send nudes, we're like, okay, we can cross this bitch off. The real question is, if you say send nudes and she hit you back like this... This bitch has got news ready to send to everybody. Doesn't everybody? No. I take no ones every time I send them. Hey, I take a collage of dick pics. Like, just in case the situation arises. So I can be like, doo-doo, doo-doo. It's like a resume. Now you always need to have that bitch loaded. Ready to go. You need references. <laughs> Real shit. Doesn't everybody? No. But that's, well, yeah, that's fucked up. I hate to hear that. Like, I just, it, it just blew my mind. Like, clearly you're not learning shit at home. Like, I feel like real role models come from real life experiences. Like, I don't ever want none of my nieces and nephews to look up to somebody that they ain't gonna never fucking meet to actually know how people actually fucking live. Like, you were saying, like, don't you never want to meet your hero. Like, it's cool to grow up and be like, hey, I want to be like this person. But, like, why be like that person when you can be that person by looking at motherfuckers that took the steps to get there you feel me like it's all about who you surround yourself with and making better choices about who you do and the choices that you decide to make like we just had a whole ass conversation about motherfuckers we went to school with out here noting it yeah like niggas that are our age out here being whole ass notes please explain what a note is a note is another um Turn for a fiend, a crackhead, a junkie. Yeah. Junkie, yes. Okay. A custo. Somebody if, who's basically like out here begging to fulfill any kind of needs they need, like whether you're an alcoholic or. I like the word custo. <laughs> I haven't uh, heard customer. that one. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's like that. And I don't, I don't know it'd be fucked up. Because, I mean, it's nothing wrong with saying you want to, you know, be like that person. Because, I mean, that's I cool. mean, it's nothing wrong with it, but, like, I feel like as. As who I am and, like, the people that you surround yourself with, like, I never want to look up to somebody that I'm never going to meet because how do I look up to you when I don't? You can't ever show me or tell me what I'm doing right and doing wrong or if I'm actually doing what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. Like, that's why I looked up to my brothers and my sister and my parents because they was doing shit that I knew that I was supposed to be doing. Like, my uncle... Like, if it wasn't for him, I would have never went back to school for real, for real. Like, I would have been like, well, fuck it. Try see it is. I'm going to be somebody nurse. Let me wipe this ass real quick. Everybody end up back at try high. Except I started there. I I should have. I started there, and then I went at Akron and kicked her on the weekends. Like, I was going to Akron. Going to Akron. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got, that, I shit out of, that, I got shit. that shit out of my system. By the time I was actually in the school, and I was focused by the time I got in And then you got to think, too, where the fuck these kids that don't have a role model, like, I won't even say role model, someone in their life who's doing something productive that they could see themselves doing or they feel like they could do, where the fuck are they going to find that at? The only thing they see themselves doing is getting money. Exactly. And if you're not getting money... Yeah. They don't want to hear shit that you saying. So it yeah. goes to say, like me, a, a, a positive, oh, a, a positive older figure. Where would they find that at? And so that's and it and it's hard to even say that it 
well, go to the Boys and Girls Club or sign your kid up for this or sign your kid up for that. Like, first of all, you have to teach your child how to be humble to even let people give them advice and show them how to do shit. Because when you have humble children, like, you you don't realize how many people that you brush elbows with that could really help you in the long run or, like, show you some cool shit. So, like, you would have to humble yourself to even be put in a position where you meet people that can actually be that role mm-hmm. model or... Like, say, say, okay, say you, it's two poor kids at the school, right? Poor kid A. Poor kid A. You poor motherfucker. Shut okay. up. Poor kid A come from, like, a single family home or single parent household. They been through some shit, but they got people in their family that's successful, like, mm-hmm. outside of that. Poor kid B <coughs> come from a two-parent household, mm-hmm. but they grew up around a whole bunch of ain't shit motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. That's usually how it goes. But... The way that poor kid B is raised, like, can't nobody tell them shit. Can't nobody, you know, be like, hey, this is what you need to be doing. So, instead of being cool with poor kid A, you you fucking disrespecting this nigga or y'all. Or whenever you go over their house to kick it with them, you disrespecting their family. Their family don't want to fuck with you. You not humble enough to be taught shit. Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Experience should humble you. But, like, as a child, no, but what I'm saying, like, as a child, you're not looking at experiences like that. You just going off the shit that you, this is, this is how you this feel. This is life. This is, you. this is the right now. Like, the right now is, you can't tell me shit, you ain't my parent. You can't tell me shit because I don't fuck with <coughs> you like that or I don't know you. Like, you got to know how to teach your child how to be humble. A lot of parents do not. And... And I hate to reference everything to a fucking movie, but I feel like Crash was, like, uh, the greatest movie, like, ever. It was a really good movie. Because it shows how everything that you do indirectly affects someone else's Directly. It does. Directly. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, I really had a sit-down with with one of my older niggas, and this nigga was a a recovering crack addict. Uh, Six years, you feel me? So, he he had a lot of fucked-up experiences in Blase Blase. My ultimate goal in life is to get an immaculate old school. Like, that's it. And, and I'm like, everywhere I go, I'm like, man, I'm just chasing this fucking dream. Like, why is it not happening? And I really had to sit down with this nigga, and he was like, you know, well, what do you do with your money? And we got to talking, and he was like, oh, you always talking about shoes and clothes and this, that, and the third. He was like, well, if you stopped buying shoes and clothes, you could have been had the old school. Facts. But... What she's, to play off what she said, my mentality is fucked up. Because I had a complex where I had, it wasn't even that I needed it. It was that I had a motherfucker talk about me to the point that I was uncomfortable. And once you drill this in your mind as a youth, like, oh, I swear to God, nigga, when I get some fucking money, I'm going to get every fucking pair. Can't nobody say shit to me ever again. Fuck them niggas. And then you got tunnel vision. You miss out on doing all the shit you could do or supposed to do to get them shoes or to get them clothes so you could have that good feeling like can't nobody say shit But in reality, you could have opened, get get off that fucking tunnel. You could have. And you could have had a better job. You you could have had a better job. You could have had the old school. You could have had a lot of other shit. But your main focus was on that. But that's because that's what was instilled in you as a youth. That's what drove you. 
You know what I'm saying? And and it's fucked up. Like what she said, like you have to teach your children as at a young age, like certain things shouldn't affect you this way. Or, you know, there are alternate routes to whatever the fuck you're going through or there's solutions to your problems. Positive we're like animals. Positive and negative reinforcement needs to be taught to children when they fuck up they have to know they fucked up oh i agree you don't necessarily have to punish them physically. no you don't have to beat the fuck out of yeah, them but they need to know like you don't have to beat the fuck out of them but they do need to be punished no let me tell you you have to know what gets to your child like it's some kids exactly. out here that could just take ass whooping so that doesn't work that's stupid to keep whooping their ass you see they still doing the same shit clearly that's not working so it could be something as small as Oh, yeah. you ain't getting no popcorn. If they love popcorn. Or you ain't getting nothing but vegetables. And you know they hate vegetables. It's certain psychological shit that you have to do to a kid to keep them on that path to success. I, like, I bullshit you not. Like, I, like my friend baby mom was like, I hate how you bully my kids. And I bullshit you not, bro. Like, that shit cut me so deep, my nigga. Like, I never bully your kids. You just be giving him tough it, love. I get in his ass because I know where fucking up in school gets you. Fucking up in school will get you to be like me. Where you hoping that you get a decent job. You still live at home. You praying for, for shit that you should already fucking have. So, yeah, if you upset because I get in your ass when you fuck up in school, fuck it. I can live with that. At least I know you'll never walk the same motherfucking path that I walk. I'm cool with that. But he realized I had to tell his baby mom, like, no, you need to call that man and apologize because this is not that. He never bullies those kids. And that's real shit. I'm not going to let you fuck up because I know where that leads, my nigga. Being honest, the only reason I was even focused in school is because of the positive reinforcement. I get the grades. I get Jordans. That's all you had to tell me as well, a fucking kid. You know what's crazy? Like, even my nephew the same way, like, for me, it wasn't that. Me, it was like good grades made me feel good. So I always got good grades because I don't, I felt like I didn't want to be the dumb kid. So I'm not about to be in school fucking up because I don't want to be the dumb kid. So let me go to school and, and, and get my good grades. That's good. But you, like, I think that's like a part of like coaching or being a leader. Like, you need, as you as a leader or you as a teacher, you as a coach, whatever, you need to assess all of your fucking players or all of your students and like, find hey, out what, what gets them, them going. going if get good grades get you going cool i gotta fucking talk if i gotta it. kick you in the ass, ass i'm gonna kick you in the ass or if i gotta make fun of you or say something fucked up to you for you to come in here swinging and get good grades i'm a dog your ass every or, or or you need a pat on the back yeah if you need the warm fuzzy to say great job man you really did well at that i bullshit you not when i worked at the science center my supervisor wasn't nothing but, like, three years older than me. And he was a white dude. I did, like, little to no work there. But that motherfucker always used to be like, you know what, Calvin? You're doing a great job. That made me want to work harder. Because it's like, damn, for real? I ain't even do shit. Well, let yeah. me see if I do this. Or what you need? What you need me to do, bro? You need me to go down? I'll go downstairs. Don't worry, but I got you. It made me work harder. I don't know if he was, you know, genuinely saying great job. Or if he knew that that would get my ass in the gear and do what the fuck I needed to do. But either way, he got the fucking job accomplished. Goal accomplished. And that's what a leader 
or a coach or a teacher needs to be able to do is assess who's around them. And that's why I think a lot of kids are failing at school because, or not failing at school, but a lot of teachers are failing children in school that's as because teachers. because they don't give a fuck. Be- they don't give the time to even or, assess it. Or, or not even that. Certain kids learn different ways. True. Certain, certain kids are auditory. They can hear it and bring it in. Some kids need to actually do it. Some kids actually need to see it done. Mm-hmm. And now they've switched almost all of this schooling to computers where a lot of kids don't do well on certain things like that. Like, I was I was listening to somebody talk about how their kid was having a, had to take a test and they can't even use headphones to 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 listen to what's actually being said on the test like it's it's kind of fucked up now like i would have been that for me if i could have just went to school on computer i'd have been gucci that works for me it started off it is it's fucked up now it started off fucked up back then because i bullshit you not if you and and this is just i can only speak from my personal experiences if you were not a kid talking about going to college at, at Heights, it was just like, what the fuck ever for you. Yeah, and that's exactly what it was. If you were, That's dead-ass dead wrong. When, or if you were, like, if you, if they came to you and was like, hey, when it was, like, time to go see Miss Bloxon and fill out your, start seeing Mr. or. Mr. Dixon. Yeah, like. Fuck him, too. He's really nice. I seen him when I did jury duty. He's really nice, but fuck him, too, because you're black and you ain't shit, but. He's a very nice God damn. No, no, if you if fuck that. Like like I uh, think he recognized cause he do graduation, right? Yeah. The 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 three the Andre three thousand line where the nigga like you say that selling's a sin but don't offer niggas new ways to win. It's just like that. Like you know if alright, this nigga don't want to go to college, so what's his alternative? Just get the fuck out of my face. I have to talk to that next nigga about going to college. Like if it would have been anything, give me a fucking pamphlet. I just feel like, like you were saying, like you have to assess children. Like, like you say, if this is what you want to do, I know you want to do it. Congratulations. But let me see if I can get this young black man or this young lady or this other kid to want to go to college. And like, it don't even, sometimes it don't even be the fact that they don't want to go. It's just that some kids know that their parents ain't got the money to send them. So or they don't be holidays for everybody. Right. And even if you just don't want to fucking go, there are a thousand other fucking you things. You can go to trade there. school. Trade school, vocational school, certificate program. Get you what an apprenticeship. Fuck? You could have had to me a pamphlet that said that, my nigga. Even like, hey, you but don't want to you don't want to go to school, but look, you can go take these forklifting classes. It's for two weeks. And, and, yeah. and talk to me like don't talk to me like you would talk to a nigga that want to go to college. Talk to me like, hey, bro. They make bank being construction workers. You you know, you can get you this, this, this. Come on, man. Nigga, go learn how to weld. You can get a whole bunch of different kind of jobs welding. Bro, yep. welding jobs are everything right now. And like. I bullshit you not. It's so many people that I know personally that, like, fell through the cracks, my nigga. Not because they stupid as fuck. They might actually be stupid as fuck. But there are jobs that you stupid motherfuckers could do. But didn't nobody tell you nothing about that. They just booted you the fuck out of high school. And it was just like, well, it's kind of like off into the pool. Like sink or swim, my nigga. That's life, though. Life is really sink or swim. When it comes to everything. I think even if... So I can't say you performed your job. I think what it takes is like, it don't even have to usually be your counselor. Like if you 
have a teacher that you can talk to, um, usually they come to you and they be like, hey, can I offer you, like, like what are you about to do? Like, you about to graduate. What you plan- got going on? And then when you have the fucking slow classes or the IEP class, there's none of that. They don't give a fuck. They just trying to make sure that you get this what I'm teaching you today so that you can get the fuck out of here tomorrow. There was no, hey, what you want to do with your life? I'm surprised. Or, hey, what you gonna do? Like I'm, I'm kind of even jealous. Y'all up here in this, they didn't talk shit to us about going to college when I was going to brush. I didn't have no conversations with nobody about going to school. Oh, nigga, what the fuck you thought I did? Yeah, we had Miss Blackson, Mister Dixon, uh, SOA. We had small schools at height. So like how you were saying, like kids learn different. We had the different schools, and they all taught us different shit about um like if you was a hands-on learner they had a school for that if you was like more of a um just to see it and know it motherfucker it was a school for that like it was a school for every type of learning and you got a chance to pick where you wanted to go and then if you want a kid who really paid attention you didn't know any of that no y'all went in small schools though yeah we all had a fucking home room it wasn't a slow homeroom. No, but I'm just saying, like, because you weren't, like, yeah. we was the beginning of small schools. No. Y'all was in small we, schools, too? Yeah. I didn't know that. Our last year there. Oh, okay. But it it was it was cool. It was it the was pilot when yeah. y'all was there. I feel like, getting, like, a lot of things are, like, guinea pig projects. Like, the shit that we do at work, like, this is the first time they've ever packed all of those. Like, we had five weeks of training. They packed all of our fucking learning that the other people on the floor, they got two weeks on, like, uh, claims, and they went on the floor. And then three weeks later, they I went bet back and had two more weeks of training for something else. And then for property, they went back for two more weeks and got that property training. We had a condensed course of five weeks with all of that shit. So now that we're on the floor, it's kind of like you you lost. Like, you, you like, running that maze. Like, oh, I know some of this stuff. But, oh, no, wait, I hit a wall. Because you didn't give us the lengthy training that the other people had. That we're like a guinea pig project. And that's what I think that small school, like, it was like some guinea pig shit. Like, well, let's see how this works. Well, it only happened because of that grant money. And then, that was it. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's, shit is weird. It's weird. All right, let me change gears a little bit so we can, uh, try to wrap this up. Um, Simple Guy had kind of bought this to my attention about how uh what's dude name how you pronounce his name john the dude the cia agent oh i can't even pronounce that nigga last name but <laughs> it's a it's a whole fuck it's like Kariko Car- or some shit like that uh he was a ex-cia agent and he kind of like went and snitched on how um the cia supplies elite pedophiles like government officials and like high high priority or high is that what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no. High priority like assets. Yeah, like they give them children. Like they supply them with <coughs> children to like molest. Oh, they pay them with children? Like if, well, say say you're my <laughs> asset. So you know the CIA protect people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like say um, you like this wealthy banker from like Greenland or some shit. And I have a thing for fourteen year old bitches. Yes, and they be like, "Okay, I'll help you, but right now I need this fourteen year old to come and uh, sit on his cock. Like, what you, what you gonna do? You gonna go get her from me or no? And, and like you, you may not feel you gonna feel a way about it, but you. But if you go tell it. your boss, you gonna tell you to do your fucking job. Mm-hmm. 
you got a job to do. Yeah. And deep. working for the CIA, it is your job to break the laws of this land. That's deep. You ain't never really watched American Dad how he just be popping caps to niggas like he be doing wild shit, breaking all the laws. Cartoons, yeah. movies, message. It's, al- it's always a a percentage of truth that that shit is coming oh, from. Oh, I agree. I learned a lot about marketing from SpongeBob. <laughs> really? Fucking huh. with the crusty crab. Uh, when when they was trying to sell chocolate, and and he was like those what those kelp chips. He's like those kelp chips are terrible. But then he was like, but there are people who like it, so that's why it sells. So he was like, all we have to do is come up with a lot of people believe to buy this chocolate. So that's what they was knocking on people's door like it makes you live longer, it makes you happy. Like they were yeah. just making up shit to sell the chocolate. But um. Yeah, like let's expand on this whole pedophile thing. Like, have you ever heard of that Where's Johnny documentary on Netflix? No, no, what's that? Okay, so I actually heard about this on the podcast, and it kind of made me do my own research. But back in the nineties, it was a little boy named Johnny. I want to say this was like the late eighties, early nineties. He was on a paper route, got snatched. So his mom was like looking for him. Come here, boy. His mom was looking for him, and like the Want police. I'm sorry. I know you was going to, <laughs> to the old man boy. You fat ass over here. So <laughs> come here, Chris. So he got snatched. Come on, y'all. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, baby. I, I he he got snatched or whatever, and so his mom went to the police. The police really ain't do shit. They kind of like, well, maybe he ran away, or maybe this, maybe that, and they kind of like just let the shit go. So the mom like went through all these hoops and she jumped through all these hoops to like really find out what happened to her kid. Long story short, um, she found out that her son got like human trafficked into like this child sex ring where all these elite like politicians and government officials and like just elite people are like sex trafficking these kids and they like sex slaves at like house parties and like different shit wow and so like it came back that like it was this um this man i forgot what his name was i know his last name is king though but he was like one of the democratic party leaders back in like the 90s Banging kids. and he was like setting it up to like set these traps up to get these kids kidnapped so like that like before the party happened say like you were the elite official you like well i like redhead children like redhead boys with freckles he would go and scope out, find a redhead kid with freckles, get that kid snatched so that that kid would be there when that man get there. Yikes. Or that woman get there. And, like, they would have, like, these sex parties for these kids. The more money it is, the more sicker these motherfuckers really is. Right. Because they know that they can get almost anything they want. Yeah. That's the reality of it. But, like. That's deep. That's like, up. if y'all get a chance, like, go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's called Where's Johnny? Or What Happened to Johnny? Or something like that. Like, I can't remember. But I kind of just listened to the story. So like, did she get him back? So, no. she He never, like, this so is. So, how the fuck she done? No, no, no. Sex? Listen. Okay. So, after everything happened, like, she went through all of this shit. She ended up getting, like, a, a private investigator. Because her husband, she found that her husband was, like, hot and shit from her. Like, her husband went and got a woman that looked just like her and was taking her to different shit, meeting different people, and wasn't even telling her about it. Introducing her as her? Yeah. And the wife never knew. So then she found out about that shit, so that fucked up their marriage or whatever. But she hired a private investigator, and he actually was the one who told her, like, you probably never going to get your kid back because 
these kids move around so much like we can, i can't pinpoint where they're gonna be at but this is what's going on and so she said like eventually he did get away like he was older like 19 he got away and came home but what happened was something happened um the man the black it was a black man the politician that was like arranging shit it was a black man he ended up getting in trouble for some shit and he ended up going down for it but like the kids that got caught mm-hmm. like the kids that actually came out and tried to testify about it like they all ended up dying like they all ended up getting killed or dying some kind of yeah they all got killed yeah or like the one girl she was testifying they didn't take her word for it like they just made it seem like she was just talking gibberish and shit but like the story is fucking bananas like i was listening to it like in my cubicle like i cried a little bit and shit like yeah how anyone could treat children that way that yeah, way fucked but up. it's some some real sick people out here and like have you heard about pizza gate no what is pizza gate the cliff notes what is that <sighs> basically pe- pizza gate is almost like the whenever you hear like almost uh someone talking about like pizza or going to like a pizza parlor that's like almost cold word for we about to fuck some kids yeah and this one pizza parlor in DC is like centered around that being the hub of that type of activity where they snatch kids or where they like the Pied Piper of R&B like the code (sighs) Fucking 14-year-old boys is different than fucking 16-year-old girls. Who are you telling? We all trying to fuck some 16-year-old bitches, but um, I feel you. Huh? Perfectly 17 in my taste, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But I feel you. Finish what you were saying about the pizza parlor bitches getting snatched. Um, and it's a lot of people that's tied into that shit. Uh, Hillary has made some... Visits? Not visits, but oh some, some references to it. Like, if you Google it and you get glossed in that rabbit hole, I'm sorry. Because it's some fucked up shit. That's crazy. So, it's a like a, a breeding ground for kidnapping young kids to be sex trapped. But you got to think about it like, that would be perfect. Like you said, it's in D.C. Like, like you said. The Mar- elite. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. It's perfect because a lot of the motherfuckers do business in D.C. Or, like, in the area. So, like, it's local to, like, a lot of politicians and shit. And the thought about that that weird shit, especially with boys, is they think... fucking No, no, fucking the boys, you get their power. Like, they think, like, some powers in a little boy's anus for some reason. I can believe that. That's like some cult shit. No, but they I knew this. A bitch. lot of shit is cult and ritualistic when it comes to, to the everything. Elite. A lot of shit. Because I knew this lady that was a uh a correction officer and she was like niggas that fuck niggas in jail. She was like they're not fucking them because they like they like boy butt. She like they fucking them to be like, Hey, you a bitch. Yeah. Like to, to demasculate you. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely could believe you what you were saying with that. Yeah, I believe that. That's fucked up, though. It's terrible. But, like, I mean, like, once they acquire that power, like, whoop. Uh, 
like once you get in this butthole, like what's the end game? Like what happens with I that power? The, I got the juice now. Who knows? This is not like being a vampire, like biting it might somebody be. and like getting some youth. It might be. You never know. I'm not trying to find out. I agree. I'm not that would either. mean you have to grow a dick and then fuck some boys, but I feel you. So, um That's weird, like where did y'all find like where did y'all find this information at? I, I on actually, the internet? No, I actually found this out. I listened to this other podcast. It's called Sword and Skill. And it just have like... I was just looking for something scary. This happened like a year ago when I had... I was just looking for something scary because it was Halloween. I'm like, I want to hear some horror stories. And Girl, you watch the news in Cleveland every fucking day. I don't watch the news. Oh, you should. That's your horror story so, every day. Um, it just popped up. It was like sword and skin. And then back then it was like brand new. I want to say it was like only maybe 50, 60 episodes out. And so um, I started listening to it. And like when I tell you like some of them stories like really touched me. Like it was one story about the man. He was molesting his six month old daughter. But like the, the fucked up part about it was like he was throwing the baby in the air. And letting her hit the ceiling. And like didn't catch her when she came down. <laughs> And, like, literally, like, just let her hit the floor. And, like, when they was saying, like, what he did to her, like, how he, um, like, molested her. And, like, he actually, like, put his penis in his baby. Like, it really fucked my mind up. Like, I had to stop listening to it because at the time, like, my niece was that age. So, like, I'm like, hold the fuck on. And then there was another story on the same episode. They was talking about, like, this 10-year-old girl. Her mother would, like, pay, like, people, she would let people pay her to come molest her daughter. Mm. And so, so she was pimping her daughter out. She was pimping her out. The little girl Chris was like, Jenner. she died on. She died at the age of ten. But like, what? It was she crazy. She died at the age of ten. Let me tell you killed? how she, that she was murdered. Okay, um, so the, she was okay. It was like the lady boyfriend and uh, his his cousin. His cousin just got out of prison as a woman. They was like mutilating this little girl. Like they was just like doing some real fucked up shit to her. So like, it got to the point where they ended up like decapitating her and like cutting her body up that was shakira johnson no it was like some little white kid it was a white girl i know but i'm just saying that's along the same lines and so i never really i i couldn't fuck with that story oh that was real like that was here i know that, like, was, that was, here. was like Hold next up. door what where she was found mutilated like in cheeto bags bro yeah yeah that happened but look let me tell you the crazy part about this story so Shoot. after after they decapitate the little girl cut her arms and legs off and she's like Excuse me. it's blood all over this apartment well, like when the police get there it's blood everywhere but the lady and the boyfriend like tried to run from the house and said that their apartment was on fire and their daughter was still in there but when the police got there they found this little girl body in a tub cut, cut up. up burnt and it's blood all over the apartment like and I'm and I'm just thinking to myself like this shit it is it, it's, it's so heavy but like this is the reality of the world that we live in like I was thinking that too I was like they should have just torched the fucking apartment and then left but they just burnt her body they set the fire oh, in the tub oh they didn't burn the apartment no no that was a terrible way no you have to burn the whole thing I don't think they were really thinking after they mutilated the kid wait no after yeah. and, and, uh, well, uh, no, you want to yeah. know the bad part the mother came clean and said that they didn't do it right away after they cut her body up they like took a shower and like had tacos for dinner and then well, thought about it. it like well shit we did just cut her up like we got to do something about this you gotta, you gotta eat you like energy. some real heavy shit like and this was the first episode i listened to yikes yeah that's nigga i watch the news in cleveland so i don't need to listen to that shit but i feel you that's why i don't watch the news 
Oh my nigga, it's shit like that on news every fucking day. Hey man, we got elections coming up, and there's so much shit going on. Like they was talking about that heartbeat bill. What's that? Um, about basically like once you hear a heartbeat, you can't, can't get abortion. Can't kill the baby, yeah. Um, I don't think of it as killing a baby. I don't need to kill that motherfucker. Don't ruin their life. Um, I don't. I don't yeah. like the stipulations on it because they trying to like ban abortions. Period. Like to the point where like you know how sometimes you might get pregnant and you know that you're gonna have like a child with like a lot of birth defects, and they be like, I think it's best if you abort or like if you get pregnant and you having like a high risk pregnancy and it's like at the end of the day you you or the baby are gonna survive or neither one of you gonna survive. Well, and, and I feel like they should not. They shouldn't ban abortions because like it's shit that comes with that and the way they rewrote this rewrote this health bill and like now people like you 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 got pre-existing conditions if you're born with down syndrome that's a pre-existing condition it's gonna be hard as fuck to like pay for these doctor visits to keep this child well you know what i'm saying like how do you expect to have a healthy child if you can't get your child on your health care? this is this is what happens when you have a a Republican party or not or a party in an actual power that's for big business and are a lobby to the pharmaceutical companies and to the health care uh, providers they put money in Trump's pockets they line Trump's pockets any bill any bill any anything that gets written like that and gets forced through is because Pockets were greased. When it comes to shit like that, that heartbeat that. bill, that heartbeat bill hit the ballots. I think if not, I don't think it was. Last is it for November. the? Is it for U.S. for the U.S. It's going to like the U.S. like to the House, like to the Senate, like it's going. Yikes. Like that's where this bill is going this this term. But and they, they got the House up. and the Senate, don't they? Yeah. So they can push it. So they actually put the shit. Um, it was on Ohio ballot. It's actually a law in Ohio already. This was last year. It was on the ballot, or it was going to like the, like uh, the, the Ohio Congress, like the governor. Like they, they sat down, like, hey, this is what's going on. Well, As a woman, it's my my job to know. This. If that's a fact, well, I'm doing home abortions. If that is fact. But I just thought about, I'm like, think about how many people is about to, like, start murdering their kids or, like, mm-hmm. people that's going to, like, do shit to, like, Our really fuck their bodies up. going to, like, go up or... Yeah! Uh, and I think that's really what... Condom sales are what should go up. It's not. No, it's not. Still sliding them holes wrong. What, what's going to happen is, like you said, like, pharmaceuticals. Plan B, you have to go to the pharmacy to get it. 50. How you know? <laughs> I ain't never took I one. Know. I I use condoms. <laughs> I ain't never had to take one. I don't even know how much condoms cost. Like, are they expensive? I would rather buy condoms than buy medicine to keep my my coochie from itching or. Whatever may come with any other STI that you can get. Because some shit you can't give away. I'm talking about like herpes, the gift that keeps on giving. The herpes. Herpes, syphilis, all that shit. Like, no, like I would rather use bicodums. It's way if cheaper. If you had herpes, 
Like, I'm not horseback riding <laughs> like they do in the commercials. That's for sure. <laughs> if you got that I'm not walking on the beach like they do in the commercials. You, are you going to be like... The- <laughs> You're not wearing drawers, neither. Perks or AIDS or any of that shit. And the first thing you see in a ride and a horseback and shit, I have general herpes, but I don't let that get me down. I mean, they still alive, motherfucker. Like, they can You're ride dead. A well, fuck it then. I'll be the perks band. I'm passing that shit to everybody then. Fuck all you. I don't. Um, I remember the first time I got a hair bump, I was like. I swear only light skinned people get cold sores. I ain't never. You're not light skinned. I mean, knock on wood. I'm light. I'm not dark skinned. You're not light skinned either. So, those are the only people that. Hey I've man, ever my one friend. I used to get cold sores, and I used to get it's mad with. No wait, no wait. You know, cold sores are herpes. I know, but I, I don't think it's like sexually transmitted. Herpes. I don't know that. I'm not a doctor. But see, that's so the thing. So I didn't know. Type is is it type C, type B, or um. Complex B, complex C is one or two. Wait, I can't remember what it you was. know, you know the, the one person I'm talking about. She used to always have a cold sore, and I'd be like, "Don't drink all my juice." And yeah. like, she would like, I just be like, man, you can have it. Like, I don't. That's first of all, those are lip. contagious. That shit on your lip got some shit, shit on his lip. Don't use my lip gloss. Don't drink <laughs> yeah. my juice. And I, bitch, just, like I, I used to like if she be like, man, I'm thirsty. I just tuck my shit. Like, don't you come over here and ask me for shit. I just straight up tell her no. Like I don't want you to wrap your lips. I don't even want you to let my bottle hover over your mouth. Like you my nigga, you cool, but I don't want no parts of that. Oh, you don't want the fucking herbs? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I'm not that cool. Friends don't share herbs. Right. Damn, that's fucked up. Well, hopefully, you know. Well, that'll be a good thing, I guess, if they pass that thing. Then condoms, like he said, condom sales will go up. Pharmaceutical drug, you know, sales will go but up. But think about how many people can't afford. I just feel like if you can't afford to go to the gas station to spend a dollar on a condom, you shouldn't be fucking. Facts. Condoms cost a dollar. The, the single station. ones, yeah. Oh, okay. Go to the. That's, don't ever just like not know like they dollar. Oh my nigga, I just I go there with the intentions like, well, fuck it. We're in this bitch, shoot clubs up. Tear the club up. Tear the club up. It's a, it's a shame when they disassemble that damn gun. Get that damn. Go in their hole, come out in half. I'm trying to tell you, man. You better start wrapping that motherfucker up. Didn't BT used to have a campaign called Wrap It Up? Yep. What happened to that? They need that shit now more than Everybody that. got AIDS already, so they <laughs> said, fuck it. <laughs> All the 99 and the 2000 hoes got AIDS. That's where they went. Because I've been looking for them hoes. I have. Like, where did they go? But they got AIDS, let you tell me. But other than that, like, you know, election is coming up. And um, I, I can't I can't keep going with you. <laughs> Elections is coming up. And um, what's up with this EMP shit? Nigga. What does that mean? Electric magnetic pulse. This is going to be the last thing we, we cover, and then we're going to uh, get up out of here. Um, they're saying November 4th through the 6th is supposed to be some type of DOD training drill that's going to mimic an electron uh, or EMP, and there's going to be no electronic equipment, power, nothing from the 4th to the 6th. It's going to be like... The blackout uh, from the 4th from the 6th. So we looting. 
That's what you're worried about? Nigga, you, got, you need food and water in the house right now, bruh. First of all, I was a Boy Scout, nigga. I don't need none of that shit. But okay, keep going. So, basically... Um, people gonna die. That's what's, that's what's gonna happen. Not me. Well, I mean... Oh, I, 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 no, people are gonna die because they're they gonna loot and they're gonna automatically think that... Um, I'm not even talking about looping. I'm talking about people in hospitals. I'm talking about nursing oh, yeah. homes. I'm oh, talk- yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah, if ain't no yeah. fucking power for three days. So And them generators ain't going to run that long. Facts. No. Not Nobody off, got not no cash. Yeah. And if you don't got cash, how are you going to get, yeah. move about? I'm just going to get some, I'm just have some cash, just just in case. Nigga, so are, you, are you coming looting with us? Are you going looting with him? I'm not going. You know what? You so fucking studious. We going fucking looting. Are you coming? I'm not going to loot nothing, bro. We could get you some fucking twelve hundred. Hey, I know what floats your boat, my nigga. You said twelve hundred. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey. This bitch is kind of heavy to be running with, bro. Twelve hundred, you say? Hey man, he gonna he um he gonna back to avalanche. I swear, bro. Smash and grab. What the fuck? They ain't gonna have no camera. No lights gonna be on. I still couldn't do it. All right, you got you got to pay me a hundred dollars for him. I'll go take it for you. Bet. And I'm giving. <laughs> you- cool. That's what my ethics lie. I'm not gonna go steal it. But if it falls <laughs> off a truck, such a harsh word, my nigga. You're borrowing it. Okay. Forever. So- Forever. <laughs> So this is how I feel about it. I feel like there's something else that I'm doing, and they don't. Oh, you you know that shit's about that shoe's about to drop with Trump and them, right? I I really yeah. think that that terror it's a attack it's that a happened Everything in else New is York at the beginning or the middle of the week when somebody just plowed into six people, mm-hmm. or and they killed it was eight. eight they killed eight people or killed eight people, but they were just plowing into cyclists. Yeah, in New York City. Fucking psycho. Same week, bang bang. That happened first. That happened first, but this is supposed to be happening the same week. And then now they like, oh yeah, we gonna drop an EMP to mimic a very bad day. Sweet. Is it gonna affect Cleveland? It's the whole it's country. The country, bro. So that's like that's like saying it's that's, that's like Y two K because Y two K that that really got niggas hopes up. First of all. First of all, if they so up on terror attacks, the first thing that they don't want to do is like shut down any kind of communications. Like, can you imagine what it'd be like? That's like letting Russia. Slip you will into the never back door. complete. They have they have a a different backbone. They'll be able to communicate with each other. Yeah, we won't. Yeah. So just imagine the fucked up shit that's no really internet, be- no cell phone, no water, no lights, no nothing. Can you imagine what'll happen if? This happens. You don't know what they're really doing. Like, if it was to happen, I don't think it's going to happen. It's a distraction. I don't either because I'm low-key ready. All I need is some gallons of water, and I'm really, like, prepped for that. I got enough ammo and shit. Man, look, let's go. Let's go get us some shit. Ski-hee! I feel you. I just need to figure out where, uh... Cam and Brittany live at, cause that's who gonna protect me, cause that nigga be having all the all the. Going straight to Pop's house, got the tri-barrel shotty. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, my nigga, and I'm laying niggas down. I ain't ain't no wounded niggas. I'm laying niggas down, bruh. What they gonna do? Take me to jail. The power's out. All right, man. Any news this week? 
Anatomy Saturday? Anatomy every Saturday. Uh, officially booked in for um, L.A. Uh, so Easy Sundays uh, with Jordan Tucker. Nice. Uh, December 10th. So my weekend is going to be crazy. I literally have a Christmas party on Friday. Anatomy Saturday. I'm leaving Anatomy and getting on a flight and going to L.A. That's what's up. Oh, yeah, that's dope. So, you dope, boy. That's that Christmas party you was like, come to. Y'all need to come to this Christmas party. Is it your office Christmas party? No, no. this is Nyla's Christmas party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her body's banging. And there's banging bodies there. It better be. She only, hey, what's the other girl she be with? Her body's banging, too. I don't want to go. I'm going to be the fat girl. <laughs> They're definitely not. <laughs> I've done it twice. You're definitely not. It's fabulous. It's this is that that's brilliant. Come drink and be Molly with Henny Claws. Nice. Oh, can I sit on this lap? If he's there. <laughs> Alright, man. Follow us on Instagram. We got a Twitter. It's called uh F Intellectuals. Um fuck with us on Facebook. Y'all know how to search for us. And we out this bitch.